Good morning and welcome to All Things Jessamine. Glad to have you here on this Saturday, and uh, we hope that you will enjoy our program as we do a little bit more remembering. Today, we're going to be talking about a business and a lady in particular who worked herself very hard to make a lot of people in this community look good. And that person's name was Lillian Thompson. Lillian owned and operated for years a business that, in fact, is still in business, and that is Jessman Cleaners. We have her daughter, Paula Elder, with us today. Hello, Paula. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good, and glad you could come with us uh, in on the program, and let's talk about your family and uh, the cleaners. You know, Jessman Cleaners has been in around this community for a, a long, long, long time, and we'll get into particulars in a minute, but the first thing we want to discuss is, I guess, Lillian. Lillian was known by a lot of people around here as Sadie. How, how did that come about? Um, that was her middle name. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and I always, I don't know that I ever knew that. I always talked and called her that, but I don't guess I knew that was her middle name. Yep, that was her middle name. Now, tell us about Lillian. How did Lillian come to be? I know she was a pretty good family here in Jessamyn County, size-wise. How did all that come about? Well, um, she was, her mom's Christine Montgomery. Well, that's, um, that was after she had remarried um, her Dad, I never met, Mm -hmm. but she had eight brothers and sisters, actually seven brothers and sisters, and then she made the eighth. Mm -hmm. She was the second to the youngest child. Pretty, she just stayed here her whole life, and so they were Jessamine County people. They're all Jessamine County people to start with. And I just happen to have a list of all her brothers and sisters' names here that we'll mention. Uh, There she was Ruth Mm -hmm. and Mary Agnes and Lidford, David Estel, Betty May. Melinda, who we all know is uh, uh, Ann Harrison now, and then Charles or Kenneth, I right. guess. Now, out of those eight children, and Sadie, you said was the next to youngest. How many are left? There would be three left. Okay. So your mom was born back a few years ago and lived here pretty much all her life, mm-hmm. with the exception, I think, of the time that she was away with in the military. With would that be your dad? Well, actually, it would have been her first husband. Her first husband. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she was gone a little bit there, right. but but then but then let's talk about how she came back to town and how did she want to get involved or get involved in the cleaning business. Well, I know that at some point in time, she worked at a dry cleaners in Maine. I don't know how that started, but hmm. um, that's where my dad's from. And That's Richard. That's mm-hmm, Okay. Yep. And he's he's from Maine. Right. So she worked at a dry cleaners there. But then she came back here, mm-hmm. and she worked for Shirley and Paul Locker when the dry cleaners was down here on York Street. Wow. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I, you're talking about things I guess I had forgotten. Mm-hmm. So Shirley and Paul had a, had a dry, and she worked there because she'd been trained up in Maine. I'm assuming. Yeah. I don't know yeah. where else she would have been trained. Now, is that where she met Richard, your dad? She met him in Georgia. <laughs> so so he's from Maine, he's and from she Maine. works up there, mm-hmm. but he she meets him in Georgia. That's what I've heard. <laughs> That's what she said. So anyway. but Somehow I they got somehow together. Somehow or another, they, they connected. All yes. right. Yes. Now, was that after... She had already been in the cleaning business here. No, it was that before. was before. No, they had. Um, they were married eight years prior to having me, so that would have been in like 1961. Okay, all right. So she goes to Georgia. She meets him mm-hmm. somehow. They right. they get married, and then she comes back up here. Right. 
And let's get a timeline uh, going here. She comes up here. Does she automatically, when she comes up here, works for Paul and, and Locker at that cleaners? I do believe she did, yes. Now, is that the cleaners that she eventually took over? It is. Mm-hmm. Yep, she ended up buying buying that, I, I guess, in the mid-70s. 75, I think. Yeah. Now, was it still at York? No. So she no. moved She moved it, mm-hmm. or did they move it? Um, I think they moved okay. it. Okay. And that would have been over to Oak Street, the old location. Yes, the exactly. Original location. 207 East Oak. Okay. Yep. So that's, she went there. Mm-hmm. Do we know why she even found out how to do tri cleaning in Maine? Was it just she was up there and needed a job? Do we I know? think that's the case. I think that that's the case. I think that she just started there mm-hmm. um, and had four children, and so she had to work, yeah. um, as did my dad. Right. And she just decided that was a profession that she liked, I guess. And she must have, because she had it for years. Oh, my goodness, yes. Okay, we take a pause. We now have the cleaners, and it's located on Street, but we want to take a pause to talk about the kids. Uh, she and, and Richard have how many children? Um, well, there were five children. Uh-huh. But I was Richard's only daughter. Okay. So yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's name the kids. Let's okay. make sure we name all of those five kids. Can you do that? Um, <laughs> Carolyn, Harold, Linda, and Marianne. Now, those four are from a previous Yes, those marriage. four, yes. But they were all known as Thompsons. Mm-hmm. So your dad, Richard, your mm-hmm. dad, mm-hmm. pretty much raised those. Right. And then you came along, so mm-hmm. that made for the five children. Exactly. All right. And then I actually had a little sister, but um, she passed away. Yeah. All right, so they're in Nicholasville. They have these five children Mm -hmm. to raise. And what your dad, now I remember Richard from helping down there, but did he have other occupation? Well, prior to my mom making him come work (laughs) with her um, so he could do repairs, um, he actually worked for my uncle, Paul Dean, who was Agnes's Yeah, right. right. Um, They had a construction business. Okay. So he worked for him. And then Sadie said, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, you you got to help yeah, me." Exactly. And and remembering her and knowing her, uh, it probably didn't take a whole lot for him to say, "Yes, that's what I'll do," because well, she pretty much ruled the roost. Oh yeah, she? yeah. He knew he did not have a choice. So so, yes. so you grew up in this business. Yes, I did. That's all you've ever known. Mm-hmm. And you know the thing about Sadie that I remember, Sadie worked probably harder than she should have. Yes, she, she was did. totally committed. To that business. Absolutely. Was she always that way? Always. Always. I can never remember her not working. And when we say totally committed, folks, we're talking about going to work at the wee hours of the morning. And I know there, especially, I guess, towards the end that she, you know, didn't work as much. But I remember, you know, back in the 80s when we were at the old radio station, she working early morning hours till all hours of the day i don't see how she did it because that's hard work it's uh, it is very hard work it now you've been hard. in that work in yes. fact didn't you and your husband take that over we did in 93 yeah it took it over and um i swore i'd never work there again because i think i started bagging clothes when i was like seven years yeah. old um but then took it over then and she still stayed down there she was going to retire yeah that never happened it is. It's it's very hard work, but 
she certainly instilled a work ethic in right. me. So. I don't think people really realize how hard a job it is. Now, I had the, the opportunity back in those years because of, of the relationships that we had through the station and other things. I had the opportunity where I could basically just walk in there and go right in the back. and So I got to see kind of what you all did. And it's not easy. The, yeah. Folks, when you go take a jacket or pants to be dry cleaned, it's not an easy job. How many pieces, if you have any idea, how many pieces of clothing would you all have in that place at one time? Oh, my goodness. I say a thousand, but I mean, it could be even more than that. And how do you keep it straight? Now, I know you lose the little tag numbers and all that kind of stuff, but my gosh, think about it. Just think about this, folks. Just use your own situation at home to compare. You know, you've got a load of laundry in your washer and you put it over in your dryer and you take them out and what, how, how it feels to stand there and fold that. Imagine trying to keep people's clothes straight and keep the pants with the coat and all that. I don't see how you do it. There's got to be uh, some kind of a method to the madness. And is that, just, is that something that's kind of uniformed, or did Sadie kind of figure out her own way of doing things? How did she do that? Well, it, it was uniform, pretty much. Most dry cleaners did it. But mm-hmm. then um, when things sort of progressed, mm-hmm. she was determined to still do it her way. So, um, But it's basically a numerical system. Yeah. Although um, we kind of learned the art of knowing that this is Doug Fain's shirt and he likes this starch. And so you really just started recognizing people's really? clothes. Mm-hmm. That's amazing that you could do that. But I guess, yeah, if you do it all the time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So you said you just said something about when things progressed, she liked doing it that way. So things did change. And I'm assuming that is in the, the operation, the machinery, the things like that. Is it, is it a big difference now than it was 25, 30 years ago? Huge difference. How how so? Well, first of all, you have a lot of EPA regulations, and so you had to change um, equipment. Wow, I didn't thought about that. Mm -hmm. And the problem with that was that the old equipment, she could just fix herself. You know, you see her down there with screwdrivers or whatever, and and so could my dad. But then with the EPA regulations, you had to, to... by certain types of equipment and that was one thing that was a biggie for her Gosh. because she did not love that mm-hmm. she was used to her old way mm-hmm. but uh between that and then fabrics changed and that kind of thing people went to different types of you know you didn't always ha- you didn't do as many suits mm-hmm. um just a, a lot of different things in the industry changed but mainly epa regulations that's amazing. And I have, would never have thought about something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't just not in the business. I guess right. there's a reason I wouldn't have thought about it. Right. But, she, but I could see knowing her that she probably was not welcome to, to that much change. She hated change. Yeah. I remember when we decided to build the new dry cleaners. Where just, you are now. Yes. Two doors up yeah. because we, we knew we had to stay on Oak Street right. or she would die. Right. I mean, she pitched a fit. That was definitely not something that yeah. um, she wanted to do, yeah. but we needed to just because we were growing and, right. and that kind of thing. So Progress. Yes. That's not what she called it, but yes, it was progress. <laughs> it was now, progress. on another subject from dry cleaning, uh-huh. I know that at some point in time during our whole career, she tried her hand with something else. Didn't she mm-hmm. do have a business in Wilmore for she a while? She did. She did. Um, she owned a restaurant with Dorothy Howe. Yeah. It was a Sunshine Restaurant. Mm-hmm. I believe that's what it was called. Or no, Dixie Restaurant. That's what it was. Is that the same one that Harold Rainwater owned too at one time? I well, think it is. Down on Main have, Street. Uh, it's right. Down on Main Street. Yeah. Just a little bit past Sims Drug Right. Street. And she owned that for mm-hmm. a while. Yep. Now, was that in the middle of the dry cleaning business? It was. She took a little sabbatical, I guess, and decided to 
How long was she there? Do you know? I want to say like three or four years, maybe. That long. And just decided, I've had enough of this. Yep. Yep. I'm going to go back to dry cleaning. Man, you know, she probably picked two of the hardest jobs that you could ever do. Waiting at a restaurant or having a restaurant and cleaning clothes. Oh, yeah. And, you know, anybody that would be in that business like she was. I'm not talking about the corporate guys that own the chains and sit up in the desk and never touch a piece of clothing. I'm talking about the people like her, the people like your dad who were there every day physically doing the work. Yep. You got to love it. You do. And she would gripe about it, but... Ultimately, that's all she wanted to do. Yeah. I think that was her comfort zone. And, and she, of course, she always liked seeing the people, too. She did. And that had to be a big part of she it. She did. She did. And it always made her feel good when she stayed in the back and then people would come in and ask about her. She just, yeah. just took her to death. Or like you, when people would walk in back in, and say and see hi. Her. Yeah. She loved that. She was very personable. And, and, and But now, well, I will say this about Lillian. I mean, Lillian would say it like it is, too. I mean, she did not have a problem with saying how she felt and that's the way it was. And you liked it or you didn't. That's right. And she did not have a problem. And I can remember this as a young person. She did not have a problem acting and giving advice like she was your mother. Oh, yeah. Also. Oh, yeah. That's the way it was. And you just, there it is, and you like it or you don't like it. But she, I truly think, from what I remember about her, is that she did it out of pure love. She really did. She did. She really did. She yeah. she definitely was always concerned about people's problems. Yeah, yeah. You know, she, she'd go home, and that was what she would think about, you know, yeah. was what everybody else had going on that might not be right and what they should do. And then she'd feel compelled to tell them. And you know... There is no telling, and you're talking about helping people, there's no telling how many pieces of clothing in this community were cleaned free of charge as her contribution to helping out people. Right. Now, that's, that's, and a lot of people don't know about that. Right, I do. Right. Well, especially when, um, you know, as a small business, you you can't just give everybody money or anything right, like that. So right. that's her way of contributing. Yeah. And she did. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of people, that it's like those people that we, we know in this town and other towns, too, that give food baskets to the poor and you never know about right. it. Right. And she was that way in her business in helping out people and, and trying to make sure. And I remember especially her generosity to families who had lost loved ones mm-hmm. and maybe needed a clothes clean for a funeral real quick or something and how she was more than willing to jump in and help in that situation. Now, let's go to the end so that we can... I have to go to the end of her life to continue this story. When, okay. when did Sadie get sick? Well, she's had health issues for so many years with her heart. Mm-hmm. And then she had um, spinal stenosis, so she was in a lot of pain from her back. Which was made worse because you're on your feet all day. Absolutely. Walking on concrete, I mean, um, yeah. But she wouldn't quit coming down there. And then I guess that she took a turn for the worse in about 2011, Mm -hmm. and she had a fall Mm -hmm. and hit her head. And just some complications from that that made it where she couldn't really come into the dry cleaners yeah. because she was falling often after that and we had to, she we tried to get her a wheelchair down there and yeah. and, and she sort of started shutting down yeah. at that point and then she got much worse in 2012 just emphysema right, and right. those kinds of things so now at what point in time before her sickness during whatever did the did she finally say, Paula, or whichever one of the kids, I don't know if it was just you or, or others, you all take this. 
When, when did that happen? Was that prior to her sickness? Well, it's kind of funny because she said that back in 1993 <laughs> to me. <laughs> but never but, did. But no. no. Yeah. Um, you, you find, I mean, she just had such a personal attachment to yeah, that person right. and had so much invested in right. it as far as her time and heart. You know, she really never said that. She, I mean, as she really never meant it. Mm-hmm. Even I left in about 2008 or 2009, mm-hmm. and my niece took over. Mm-hmm. She still would call every day. You know what? What kind of day are we having? Yeah, she, she'd want she'd to, want to know. She'd want to know everything about. It was her. her baby? Absolutely. But what year did you? And were you and Mike Elder married at the time this happened? Yes. You all took it over when? Nineteen ninety-three. Was it just you two? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But but now you don't. No, we kept okay. the building, mm-hmm. but my son had some health issues. Yeah. Nothing major, but it just yeah. made it where you had right. to call in a lot. Right. And I say call in, and and when you own a business, people. Or like, what do you mean you have to call in? Right, but right. As you said, it's a very hands-on business. Right. So when I couldn't be in, I was throwing everybody else off. Yeah. Um, it threw everybody's day off, made their workload more. And my niece had been down there since she was a kid, too. So she was very Crystal. prepared. Yes. Now, she is Mary Ann's daughter? Mary Ann's daughter. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Mary Ann, who's uh, like a year older than me, is the uh-huh. one that... Does she still work there? She worked there she for does. a while, didn't she? Uh-huh. She does. She goes yeah. in and works some. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So does Crystal own the business now? She does. All right. So it's still in the family Absolutely. and it's your niece. Yes. What do you think? And Sadie, you said that it was 2012? Uh, 2013. 13. She's been gone a couple of years. And so this is, you know, that's not that long. And, and this this is not one of those situations to where a business has been going on for 30 years after a person's death. But what do you think Sadie would think about the way things have gone down there since she kind of got out of it? She would probably find several things that she didn't like because that was just in her nature. Yeah. Um, you know, nothing's ever the same mm-hmm. when you've been very involved in right. the growth of right. something. But I think that she would also appreciate the fact that Crystal is the mm-hmm. one running it because Crystal actually has a very similar work ethic to yeah, my mom. Yeah. Very much. I mean, she's down there, same hours, pretty much gives her heart and soul to it. So, so she'd be, she'd be pretty, very proud of it. She'd be very proud of, yes, it, of that. Yes, she would. Yeah. Absolutely. Your mom as an individual, we've talked about her or personally rather than just the working about how she acted and and things like that. We have a question in these shows that have kind of become a have-to question. Mm-hmm. I, I started asking this on a whim, and it kind of is now where I ask it of everybody. <laughs> Give me one word to describe Lillian Thompson. Now, we're going to do this in two sections. Okay. The first one, I want it to be Lillian Thompson, the dry-cleaning business owner. Passionate. Yeah. She's very passionate about her work. Now, Lillian Thompson, the mom. Um, very giving. What you saw is what you got. And mm-hmm. I guess she was that way, whether it was work or home or whatever. Absolutely. She was. She didn't really try to put on a show for anybody. Yeah. And if you liked her, great. But if not, that's okay, too. Yeah. That's sort of how she felt. And you kids. I mean, that's, I know Sadie could be strict when she needed to be, I'm sure. Like all parents should be. But raised you in a lot of love, didn't she? She did. She did. Yeah. And you know, she had to work so hard for so many years. So I actually lived with my grandmother for a while and then I would, I'd still be home a lot, but she mm-hmm. knew she couldn't mm-hmm. be there with me mm-hmm. all the time, but she sacrificed a lot. Yeah. I mean, I know for me personally, 
She yeah. didn't. I know she did it for the other right. kids too. But yes. And we have to say that even though that Lillian had this business for all those years, she didn't get rich out of this by any means. No, no. If she had ten dollars, she'd give away twelve. Yeah. You know, that's just the way she was. She was a unique lady, and she came from a good family. That, But she she especially, and I think probably that's wise, because from what I remember and what I knew about her family,